people, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Reese King, as always, and today we're here for the second podcast, and I'm so psyched for doing this, guys. You have no freaking idea, man. Um, the first podcast seemed to come together really well, and I'm just super, super pleased with the response I've got from all of you so far. Uh, we have our first question in today, which is freaking awesome. Um, so some of the things I want to talk about just at the beginning of this, guys, is that this podcast, I want it to be really, really community-based, so I want each episode to feel unique, because each of you is unique. So, like, each like question you give me, or each subject you give me, is going to bring more interest for me, as well as you guys, into this podcast, and I don't want it to just revolve around one thing, you know? Which is the coolest part about what I want to do with this podcast. It is something different every time. Um, so, for you guys, hey... How's it going? If you want to hit me up, if you want to be able to ask me those questions or do anything, then uh, you can do it in like a billion different ways. This is now a video podcast as well, which is going on my channel uh, alongside the episodes every time they're released. So if you're interested and you're not aware that I'm a YouTuber, you can go check me out at Reese to King. All the links for these things are going to be down in the description of the podcast, or if you're watching a video podcast in the description of the YouTube video, or SoundCloud, whatever you catch us on. Hey. How's it going? So you can hit me up in a whole range of different ways, guys. Pretty much you make the choice. You can probably find a way to communicate with me. But the best ones for me personally <laughs> is if you hit me up in YouTube comments, if you're watching the video podcast, or if you're listening on iTunes or SoundCloud, then hit me up in emails, guys. It's derpodcast1 at gmail.com. Uh, I said it wrong in the last podcast, and the reason being, it was a test podcast. And uh, honestly... I uh, I didn't set up the email before I made that podcast. It was kind of like this whole test thing for me. I wasn't sure if it was definitely going to become a thing that anyone would even ever experience. And yet, hey, I enjoyed it so much, I ended up sticking it on the internet for you guys. Um, and hey, listen, it's going somewhere. We're, we're, we're doing something with it now, and it's going to get um, more and more exciting, I believe, as we go on. And uh, I know I'm hyping this thing to pieces, but I just feel really good about this. And I'm really excited to do something where it brings just all of us together. So, honestly, don't be scared. Hit me up with something. It doesn't matter whether it's a random question. It doesn't matter whether it's a cool subject for me to approach. I'm not scared. I'll talk about anything within reason. Um, you know, I mean, and it's a very slim within reason, guys. <laughs> the only thing that I ask you not to talk to me about is the smurfs. No, I'm joking. I've got, I've got no no boundaries, man. Hit me up with anything. We can hit things diplomatically, and you can ask me my views and opinions on things, and I'll give you as genuine an answer as I possibly can. Also, I forgot to mention, actually, that you can also send me voice memos, guys. So I would really love this if I could do this. It would be cool to put like a voice to a name as well. So if you want to do a voice memo, it's so easy. If you don't have to have all the equipment on your PC or anything, literally go to like the voice notes or something like that in your phone, doesn't matter whether it's Apple or Android, whatever you've got. Hit me up the question and that, then send it to me over on the, the podcast one at Gmail, and then that's it. I'll get it, listen to it, proof, listen to it, you know, make sure you're not crazy. And um, then it'll go out on the podcast and you can become a part of it. So can it get any better than that? So this podcast is brought to you by you because of Patreon, guys. Um, you guys over on Patreon already helping support me it's a very very new thing that i've only set up very recently 
But if you want to become a part of this and help sponsor, essentially, the podcast and the channel, then go over to Patreon. There's a few cool rewards. You guys get also get uh, early access to the podcast as well. You're going to get it a day earlier than anyone else. So if you want to be like an eager beaver and get in there and listen to it early, very cool way to do that. And you can do it for as little as $1, $1 you know. There's other rewards and tiers. All you have to do is have a little look. You'll find them. And uh, I think you'll enjoy most of them. It's, it's, it's just a nice place to collaborate and also have a little look into what I do on YouTube behind the scenes. I'm trying to keep up as much as I can on there. Where it just kind of gives you a bit of insight into what I'm doing, what I'm thinking about doing. Like this whole podcast experience, like that came out of me talking on there a little bit about it and then me making my choice, releasing the first episode to the Patreons to be able to have a little listen and see what they thought. So just don't be scared. Come across, give it a little check out. If you are watching the video podcast on the channel, then you will notice behind you there is an animation that's been made up. And this I love. I literally love this animation. Uh, it's just a looping animation, but it's just fucking fantastic. It really looks cool, and it gives you guys a little something interesting to look at if you have it on in the background, because I'm imagining if you're listening to this via YouTube, you're probably minimizing this window. But nonetheless, man, just have a quick goosey gander at it, because I think it's freaking awesome. And I want to say a big thank you to uh, Umberto. Uh, I'm sorry if I've slayed your name, dude, but man, you know, I'm an idiot. <laughs> but no, seriously, guys... The animator who made that for me is really, really cool. I found him through Fiverr. I was scanning through and I saw some of his work and I thought it looked fantastic. So it led into me then speaking to him. Turned out to be a super cool dude. Listened to everything I wanted. Really, really fun to work with. So if you're interested in taking a look at anything this guy has to offer, then I'll put all the links down below in the description. You can check that out for yourselves. And I would like to also just say one big thank you to him because he was a pleasure to work with. So thank you, bro. I know you're part of this podcast as well now. And uh, yeah, your legend will live on forever until I probably come to you for a new animation in some period of time. <laughs> anyway, everyone, let's, uh, let's all have a little mini round of applause together. Legend. That's not something I'm going to be bringing to the podcast, that weird little applause thing. It's just, honestly, I didn't know what to do with my hands for a second, and it's what happened. Okay? We're going to move on. We're going to move on. We had our very first comment, and I am really excited about this. The first comment comes from Patreon, and it is from Mr. Steve Kimbrey. And he said that you could talk about Telltale. I don't think I've spoken to you about this since it happened, and I'll be interested to see if you've seen anything else about it and how you feel about it all collapsing. I know you've played a bunch of them, which I have, um, but I get the impression that they were you were liking them less and less as they went on. Maybe that's something everyone felt and the reason it closed. Also, what's the deal with The Walking Dead? Are they finishing it? So this is going to lead us into two subject matters, which this is a great question. Thank you, Steve. Um, it's going to lead us into two parts of this podcast today. First and foremost being the Telltale, as Steve asked about for my opinion on that and a little bit of backstory on it. So if you guys aren't aware of the situation or you are aware of the situation, I'm going to hit you up with some stuff. Some very, very cool news that's coming out about this. And also we're going to be talking about The Walking Dead. And is it coming to an end? Dot, dot, dot. Well, you have to stick around and find out, guys, because we've obviously got some other bits to talk about as well. One subject that I want to bring to the table, which we spoke about in the first podcast, if you've missed it, go check it out, of course. I'll leave a link in the description. 
It is Shane Dawson. Now, Shane Dawson is doing a series currently on whether Jake Paul is a sociopath. Is he a sociopath? Ooh, can we make it as dramatic as possible, please? Anyway, I'm going to continue on from what I spoke about in the last podcast. If you missed it, like I said, just go check it out because it'd be really cool. If you're following along with this story as it's dropping and... Holy moly, there is a lot of you following along with this story because just 16 million views, 16 million views per video. That is crazy numbers. I mean, crazy numbers. But then when you think about it, you've got everyone on the internet speaking about it. So, you know, it's going to get some attention and more for the guys, to be honest with you. Shane Dawson seems to be a lovely person. Um, I don't think he's got a bad bone in his body, which is kind of makes it I think that's kind of what makes it appealing uh we did speak last week about some editing choices that he'd made in the first few episodes that were a little bit risky and uh kind of over dramatized a subject matter that kind of shouldn't be over dramatized which is you know mental stability and uh just just anything to do with mental health in general okay now going into what we've had released so far this week we've had two new videos uh, one featuring Nick Crompton, and one where we actually got to see Shane Dawson with Jake Paul himself, which is, I think, kind of what everyone's been waiting for in this situation. What makes it interesting about him meeting Nick Crompton is he actually hasn't spoken out at all about it. And a little, like, you know, knowledge for you guys, if you don't follow this, or if you're not aware of who Jake Paul is, and if you don't know who he is, wow, you are so lucky to not have that in your life. But as a YouTuber, I unfortunately have to be fairly aware of everything that's going on, especially with the really big boys, because as we've proved the last couple of years, it takes one bad egg on YouTube to pretty much bring the entire platform crashing down around us. Uh, Adpocalypse, anyone? Uh, yes, pretty much cut my earnings in half, like two years ago, and then again about a year ago, so we're not left with much. <laughs> Uh, but hey, hey, that's the YouTube issue. We're on the Shane Dawson thing right now. But yeah, what's super interesting is Nick Crompton is pretty much Jake's right-hand man, which means he's in charge of pretty much an empire because they run Team 10. Uh, Team 10 is a bunch of different YouTubers, big YouTubers, all making lots of monies and bringing it into Team 10. I'm pretty sure there was a 20% cut on every single YouTuber who was a part of Team 10, which then went back into Team 10 to fund it. Uh, they all lived in one big house, pretty much a crazy house. There's too much to even go into to es explain all of that stuff, man. Yeah, I said explain instead of explain. Hey, sue me. Anyway, so Nick Crompton, right-hand man, super important and integral to the whole beginning journey. Uh, Nick Crompton is a fellow Brit, actually. Um, God only knows how he managed to like nail the job over there, because um, he's fairly young as well. So to take over, pretty much running everything over there was mad. Um, but anyway, he's speaking out about it to, uh, in the episode, and he kind of um, he confirmed about fifty times throughout the interview that he had Jake Paul's um, permission to speak out. Uh, and the reason that he had to get permission to speak out is because he quit Team 10, walked away from Jake Paul, and now is pretty much shunned from them lot. No one's speaking to him, really. Um, but he still felt like he couldn't give away the truth behind everything, 
or talk about stuff. Uh, in my opinion, this is how I felt with it anyway. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of interesting to actually see this guy on camera and talking the way he was and not in something that's clearly uh, staged or scripted video or anything. Which kind of is a weird, weird insight. It's, it's kind of funny. When you're watching this, you kind of, you really feel that, that fly-on-the-wall sort of feeling, you know? Um, but anyway, he came out and he pretty much openly admitted that a lot of pranks are staged and faked. I mean, holy crap, I don't think it takes a genius to work that one out. But, you know, it, it, what it leads you to believe is this person, Jake Paul, who everyone seems to think is crazy and just absolute mad lad and reckless and a bit of a douche. Um, what it means is suddenly you start to look at it in a different light. Because if you realise that everything's fake that they're doing, does that mean that the Jake Paul that is purely presented on the internet is as fake as that? Um, I don't really know. This is where it starts to get interesting. Later down this story, I'll go into it a little bit more. But yeah, he pretty much admitted that. Uh, he also said quite a few things about uh, other members. Because there were members of the Team 10 who have also left over the course of like... I don't know, the year or two that has been going, and they've tried to, like, pretty much sabotage Team 10 and shit on them and say that they did this, that, they were, like, bullied by people. And I don't know whether that's true or not, honestly, because I'm not just going to take the Nick Crompton's word, and <laughs> I don't know that I should take anyone's word on it, because it seems like a strange situation to try and get on any side of. So I'm kind of trying to stay mutual through this thing. Um... And yeah, I mean, the whole interview is pretty interesting. I would well and truly recommend you go and give it a look, especially if you're following along with it and you haven't caught up yet, go check it out. Well worth doing. The real interesting meat and potatoes of what's come out this week is where he actually meets Jake Paul, uh, which is what this whole thing's been running up to. Is Jake Paul a sociopath? And holy crap, have they really milked that word sociopath? And really, really trying to overplay, I think, a lot of what it is to do with it and how to diagnose people and all of this stuff. Uh, it's pretty mad. And there's been quite a big controversy about a sponsor that he had as well with the Better, Better Health or Better Help. I can't remember which one it was, but it was insane anyway. It turns out it's a bit of a scam. I'm not going into that because it's not my place. I haven't looked into it enough to be able to talk about it. But be aware that there, there is some controversy about it. Again, I don't want to go into this because I don't know enough about it to really, really comment. So, I don't know. We'll see see how that plays out. Um, if you guys are interested, then again, hit me up with a question. I'll look into it more, and I'll bring it to the forefront of the podcast. Um, but yeah, anyway, he meets Jake Paul, goes to his house. He's filming. He's got a cameraman with him. He's bringing along a uh, psychiatrist with him. Uh, well, I say that like inverted comments, uh, commas, because it's kind of... It's a bit strange, really. She's a YouTuber. I think she's qualified in some um, sort of degree. I'm not really sure exactly what she's got behind her. They haven't made that very clear. And once again, I haven't really looked into her background too much because it's kind of irrelevant to what I want to talk about today. But essentially, they bring along this psychiatrist and um, they tell him that it's his producer. So Jake Paul is completely unaware at this point that they've brought along a psychologist to sort of analyse his behaviours as they go around the house and as they go on a tour and their chats and stuff like that. Um, they kind of 
avoid looking like complete tossers. I mean, Shane Dawson, the way he avoids looking like a tosser in this situation is that um, Jake Paul said to him, he can do anything, complete free reigns, don't hold back, don't be scared, crack on mate, do whatever the fuck you like. Basically, is what he said to him, excuse my bad language. There's going to be some of that on this podcast. I mean, it is listed as explicit content. So if you're sensitive to the word fuck, you might want to switch off. Um, yeah, seriously though, uh, so he goes and meets Jake Paul. Uh, it's kind of surreal because for me personally, I've never sat down and actually watched the Jake Paul video. The only thing I know of Jake Paul is just everyone else I know either mentioning it, seeing the memes floating around, seeing sort of snippets of videos that just obviously make him look bad. I mean, <laughs> this guy's a bit of a tosser, to be fair. To be fair to him, even even if his content is entirely fake, just to, to do the crap that them not do is, is nonsense. And his brother Logan Paul is even more of a dickhead. Uh, and if you're not sure who Logan Paul is, he's the guy that went to Suicide Forest and filmed a dead body for fucking New Year's, which was just absurd. So, um... The story just gets deeper. Um, so anyway, he meets him, and you know what? What pissed me off about this episode is I ended up feeling, like, sorry. I felt sorry for Jake Paul. When they started talking to him about the shit he's had to put up with his parents, and the shit he's had to put up with with friends being deceiving, and the shit he's put up with with his old girlfriend being a twat, and... <laughs> I mentioned um, <laughs> I mentioned um, Jake Paul's brother a minute ago, and uh, yeah, his his girlfriend, Jake Paul's girlfriend, went and slept with his brother to get revenge on him, and publicly did it. And supposedly, Nick Crompton said this really happened. Uh, a bunch of other people, like sidelines, have all said that this genuinely wasn't a joke. This wasn't a publicity stunt or anything. This is just like some genuine beef between everyone, sort of thing. So that's fucked up, man. Um, so I kind of, like I say, I started to feel for Jake Paul, and I, I really want to dislike this guy. He's a tosser, you know. And the thing is, this guy, this tosser is particularly aiming his content at kids. And I know that the audience predominantly on YouTube is always going to be a younger audience. Don't get me wrong; I'm not like delusional in this. But still, I always feel like if you aim your content at a certain age group, at least you can hope that it's going to find their way to the people that you really kind of want to be seeing your videos. And um, and especially if it's more adult-themed content, you know? So just because they don't swear and stuff doesn't necessarily mean it's okay. If there's no nudity in the swearing, doesn't mean it's okay for all kids to watch it. Trust me when I say this, man. I've got a kid, and there is no freaking way that I would let my child watch their content. Because it's nonsense. It glorifies all the wrong things and makes just really... It's just going to force you into believing you need to be something you're not. And that's bullshit my opinion so yeah i really went into this kind of disliking this guy come out the other fucking side of it and i sat there for a second and i was just like oh man god actually you know what i kind of feel for this guy i kind of feel sorry for him almost you know and it's it only like I had, to, I had to double sit back i was like motherfucker what did you just think you felt bad for this guy and i tell you what it is man it's shane dawson that dude is so likable and so nice he's bringing out this good part in him um if he is a sociopath, then say, for instance, you know, hypothetically, he is the sociopath. Um, he could be manipulating uh, Shane Dawson into believing these things and making us all feel kind of guilty because that's technically what a sociopath would do. 
Uh, I don't, just as a side note, don't actually think that Jake Paul is a sociopath. I just think he's had a fucked up childhood, a really messed up uh, sort of like teenage years, and now he's like 21, going on 22, and, uh, you know, I think he's starting to level out a little bit and realise that he's stupid. Um, but anyway, yeah, it just, it was such a weird feeling for me, man. I mean, I don't want to break down the whole flipping interview or, or the whole video. I think we've spent enough time on the subject as it is, but it's just weird how sometimes you can be manipulated into feeling a different way, and it's not necessarily like bad manipulation. It's just, I don't know, man. I don't know. I always think people are vulnerable in situations like that, and I think my biggest problem is I am... I'm like an empath type thing, you know, like minus like this, not make this ridiculous sort of thing. But for me, that's probably a good way of describing it because emotionally I attach to people when they're sad or something. It makes me sad and I want to make them feel better. Um, when people are very, very happy and bubbly, it instantly makes me happy and bubbly. I really play off other people's emotions and it's it's kind of like it makes me feel either their pain or their happiness in an extreme way sort of thing. And that's just kind of how I've always been, uh, always growing up. I'm always the kind of person who will sit there and listen to your problems and try and help you um, because it's just kind of the person I am. Um, and it's just, I think that's the thing with this, is it's playing on my weaknesses like that. Well, actually, I say weakness. It's actually a strength. I'll take that as a strength. I'd rather be someone who has... Um, too many feelings, <laughs> not enough. And it's not saying I'm emotional, because I'm really not. I'm actually pretty, I don't want to say dead inside, but man, I'm just like the kind of person who just gets on with life, and I'm always the kind of person who'd rather smile through anything and just get on with it. Like, it's very rare for me to be super down about much, because I just, I always think, and this is something that my mum taught me when I was young, is just like, um, smile, man. No matter how bad stuff gets you down, no matter how shit life gets, leave a smile on your face, try and always cheer yourself up, have a laugh, and, you know, it's kind of what we live for, as people, to have fun, you know, and enjoy life, no matter how bad or shit the situation is. The same as if you're at work or something, right? If you're having a laugh, work suddenly feels a lot better. If everyone's grumpy shit around you, then it doesn't, you know? But so I think, like, my feelings towards all of these things all play into, kind of play into one part of actually ending up feeling guilty for Jake and oh it makes me sick <laughs> I don't want to feel that way and I remain to this day at this point still feeling like the guy's a bit of a tit but I also think that if I actually had been filmed doing everything that I was doing at like 17 probably would come off as a bigger tosser than I do currently so hey hey I think we can all probably say that within reason so uh yeah interesting stuff there's still uh, i think one or two parts left of this to come out for the shane dawson interviews with jake paul um so we'll watch eagerly and i'm sure i'll end up talking about our next podcast and i know some of you may not be interested in this or even know what i'm talking about so feel free to go and give us a woogle after we're finished um and kind of look into it i, I recommend no matter who you are to just give these videos a little look because it's entertaining at best and insightful at worst uh, <laughs> I don't know I don't know but anyway guys let's move into our first subject that was suggested by Steve and um, let's talk about Telltale now Telltale a game company that is just 
or was, sorry, was amazing in its heyday. Uh, a company that I feel made some horrific choices in its journey, uh, which inevitably led to its its failure, I guess is probably the best way of putting it. And um, yeah, it's kind of crazy. I mean, I've been playing Telltale games on my channel for, jeez, man, like two, two and a half years uh, since I played the first Walking Dead game. And I, I literally adored everything um, about the first couple of Walking Dead games. They were fantastic in like every way. And um, they just steadily went downhill from there. And I think this is what happened for me, right? Telltale made some fantastic games. Uh, they made a couple of crap ones at the beginning. Then they made some really fantastic ones with like the Walking Dead franchise. And in my opinion, um, also the Wolf Among Us was fantastic. Why they never got around to making a second one sooner is beyond me. And then they flip and announce that they're going to make a second one. And obviously a few months later, they go bust. You know, shut down. Ain't going to happen, basically. Um, and my personal feelings on that is they, they made too much shit content, dude. They, they, you know, they made all the Guardians of the Galaxy, which were okay, but they were pretty pants. Uh, and it, you could tell it was just a, a cash cow because of the name, and they had been given the ability to make these franchises, like Batman as well. And I think, I think the Batman game wasn't too bad, I'll be honest, but it was too samey. They hadn't, they didn't update their engine at this point. So, like, lip sync was always so bad in that game, and it's very off-putting when all you're doing is watching a movie essentially and choosing your path it's kind of like getting a book from back in the day where you get an adventure book and you know it'd be like turn to page 34 if you want to follow down the path turn to page 68 if you want to turn left you know and you get these choices you know uh, although it's all dressed up to make it feel like something's going to happen completely drastically different it really doesn't no matter what choice you make you still pretty much end up at the same end result anyway but if you're enjoying yourself on that path no matter, no matter the fact that you're still going to get to, you know, Z in the same way that you would do if you took a totally different path, it doesn't matter. Because you just enjoyed yourself and it's a good quality story that made you feel like you were making a difference. So, you know, it was good. But with that stuff, I always felt like it was just getting worse and worse. And I actually quit out of playing Batman. I quit out of playing Guardians of the Galaxy after doing a couple of episodes of each of those. I decided I wouldn't put them on the channel anymore because A, I didn't want to waste two hours of my life playing the game because I wasn't particularly enjoying it. And B, I just felt like you could feel the fact that they were trying to grab money out of those games. And I was just like, dude, just focus on what you're good at or start a cool new franchise or something, you know, do something original. You know, when they did The Wolf Among Us, holy shit, dude. Oh my God, that game was fucking fantastic. Great character designs. Just a great reimagining of an entire universe. It's, it's fucking awesome, man. And the same with The Walking Dead. They did such a good job to not have to follow the main characters from the comic books. You know? And reinvent the whole place. And they did such a good job with it. It was so much better than like the spin-off show um, Fear the Walking Dead did when it, you know, this spin-off show was made for Walking Dead. And it, that was shit, in my opinion. And I don't think it got any better. And I think... It's gone pretty much downhill since then, uh, with a few shining moments. Um, but yeah, it just felt like it went really bad. And then you had this weird spin-off universe that was the Telltale Walking Dead game that came out prior to this final season. That was a little bit, hmm, you know, we kind of had 
a little bit of Clementine in it, but we didn't play as Clementine. We played as a different character, and it just felt like so wrong. And I enjoyed it, and it was suspenseful and stuff, and you know, but it just felt wrong because I want to play as Clementine, this character I freaking built up for all these years, you know. And then, hey, finally, they released this final season. One episode comes out, boom, we hear that it's gone in the shitter and the company has now fallen to pieces. Now, I can tell you a few reasons behind why this is. One of them being what I've already suggested, that they released too much cash cow games and didn't actually get the cash back for it. Or it could be possibly the fact that they keep letting people play the fucking game early and putting it out on YouTube um, like before it's even out to buy. And then people watch it and if you know this game exists that will be uh, still the same result from start to finish no matter who plays it with just maybe a few extra scenes that you haven't seen or whatever along the journey but nonetheless you're still getting from a to b you know that's the thing so i think with that that people already knew what's going to happen why are you going to go spend 15 20 quid yeah when you've already seen what the outcome is it's not like you get to have this whole run around, look around places and adventure it differently to how the last person did. You're just going to play the same thing. So a lot of people are very content with watching Telltale games. Just watching them, not playing them, you know? And it really lends itself, obviously, to Let's Plays. And it really, really lends itself to streamers. Because people can get interactive with it. So I don't think they were selling the copies that they should have done. Uh, even on the games that were great, they still weren't selling the copies they should have done because they made some mistakes. Personally, I feel like if Telltale had to put a full embargo out, you know, i.e. don't give it to anyone, let everyone freaking buy a copy. You know, don't give anyone a copy for it. I mean, Telltale were big enough at this point to not feel the need to have to give copies away to big YouTubers or whatever. So, um, you know, I just don't think it's the right marketing scheme for it. It should have been handled differently. They would have sold more copies if they just had based it on the hype. I just don't know, man. So anyway, it went in a shitter. They ended up firing 250 employees, some of which had been hired only a week before this fucking, like, culling happened. And um, I think that's disgusting, because there's no way they wouldn't have known about it. I think as a company, Telltale have let themselves down big time, um, which is a real shame, man. And I have seen so many of their staff that have been fired really slagging them off. And I think that's... Oh, man, that's some bad blood you're leading off on, man, and it's not a good thing at all. But they released the second episode as they already had it ready uh, for us, and it was pretty much deemed to be the last time we'd play as Clementine because everything was shutting down, and uh, the only thing they're working on with a very small group of people is a new Minecraft thing. God only knows why you wouldn't focus on the, the Walking Dead first. But hey, that's pretty much been their problem the entirety of the time. To be honest, they would have been better off keeping a small team to create the new Wolf Among Us 2, which could have made them a fucking fortune if they had marketed it correctly. But hey, no, you know, Minecraft, it was famous like, you know, fucking five years ago. I know it's still big, but is it as relevant as something like dropping a game that's been anticipated for like four years? Hmm, I don't know. Who knows? I, uh, well, I do, because I just told you. But hey. <laughs> God knows, man. But anywho, um, we now look like after, what, a month or so, uh, that we actually might have a saviour. A saviour has come in. A little telltale angel has landed upon their shoulder and said, What's up, dude? I want to 
pay for the rest of this game to be made. And that dude is the legend, the one and only Robert Kirkman. Now, if you don't know who Robert Kirkman is, he is the guy who invented The Walking Dead. He wrote all of the um, he wrote all the comics, and he plays a big role in the uh, production of the show and stuff. So this guy's kind of a big deal if you're into The Walking Dead. And uh, yeah, his company, Skybound, is now uh, paying for the rest of The Walking Dead to be made, uh, following the scripts and stuff that were already planned, and also trying to bring back as many as the original staff as they can to complete the project, which is amazing. What it kind of means is um, anyone who, I guess, hasn't managed to find more work yet that was on the development team for it, is now going to get work. Thank you, Robert Kirkman, you legend! Whew! Man. So yeah, Skybound. If you're not aware, he owns that company, as well as the franchise of The Walking Dead, so he must be minted! And I'm not joking, minted. Really, really minted. So um, yeah, he's going to jump in, and we are now going to get a complete final season of The Walking Dead Telltale game. Now that is legitness, dudes. I'm so happy for it. I haven't even played the second one on my channel yet because I was like, fuck it, man. I don't want to be left on any more of a cliffhanger than I already was after the first episode. So now, what do I do? What am I going to do? Well, I'm going to play the second episode now, guys, because we know that the third and fourth installment is coming. So if you're a follower on the channel, if you're a subscriber over there, hey, You've got it to look forward to. And I know some of you have been wondering where it is. It's coming, man. I just didn't want to play it if I was never going to get to complete it because I felt really butthurt that they had really fucked over their entire development team and also just kind of shit on the fans as well a little bit, you know? But now I know that this is going to happen and I know that the power of Robert Kirkman is in there. I think it's going to be fine, man. I really think that this is going to turn around and it may well be the best ending to the game that we possibly could have hoped for. Because he cares about his universe. So, this should be awesome, man. I'm really, really pleased. And that pretty much wraps up the whole Telltale story with a kind of a nice bow at the end of it. And hey, we don't know yet, but let's just assume this goes down really well and Skybound enjoy working with Telltale. Maybe, just maybe... We can revitalize Telltale off the back of the sales for the final half of this thing. And maybe, just maybe, they'll make Wolf Among Us 2, if we're lucky. I mean, that is purely my speculation for the Wolf Among Us part of it. But I beg ye, I beg ye, Lord, Lord of the Telltale, bring us, bring us the second part. I hope. But hey... <laughs> I'm sorry, man. <laughs> Just losing my shit over here. Um, so yeah, that's going to lead us into the final part of today's podcast, which is some more Walking Dead. Um, this has obviously been pretty huge news, uh, and I've left this to the end for a reason, because if you guys are sensitive to spoilers, there are going to be two very minor spoilers. No, I'm lying. They're going to be fucking huge. Huge spoilers. If you're a fan of the show and you don't know anything, I'm actually going to ask you, man. Hey. Please, turn off now, okay? Leave a fucking five-star review wherever you got this podcast from. Telling them I'm an awesome chap, and I will love you forever. Leave me a question any way you can. Even email it to me, voice memos, and then 
call it a day on this podcast because you guys don't want me to ruin anything for you and I don't want to be responsible. So can we just get a spoiler warning? Spoiler warning! Spoiler warning! Spoiler warning! That's right, guys. I've warned you, okay? From this point on, we're in open, open fields of spoiler seeds that have been growing out of the ground for several years and now are just ripe enough to burst into a gorgeous flower, okay? And that flower is a flower of spoiling and it smells like egg. Gone off egg. That's what spoilers are, okay? You're in this field with me now, guys. So if you're still here, welcome to the field of stinky eggs and spoilers. Anywho, let's get a little less serious. So we're going to talk about The Walking Dead. Now, as many of you might know at this point, spoiler alert for the last warning, Rick is gonna die. In this season, this current season, season 9, it's been openly spoken about, even by Andrew Lincoln, who is the man who plays Rick Grimes, that he is going to pass within the first half of the season. I'm imagining it'll be the mid-season finale, um, leading into the second half of season 9, where we will lose Rick Grimes. He's actually going to go. It's crazy. I mean, I am a huge fan of The Walking Dead and have been for a very long time. I know a lot of people have been sort of turned off by it um, because they didn't really appreciate some of the stories in it. And I can I can understand where people are coming from with that. Um, but I don't know. I've always been there for the grind, man. I'm not going to leave that show until it's off the air. Um, but yeah, if, so Rick Grimes is going to pass away in this first half of the season. Now, a lot of people are all like, holy shit, does that mean it's ending because the main character's leaving? Well, no. No, it doesn't. It's not ending. In fact, the producers of this show and some of the big CEOs over at AMC have actually stated several times in the past, like, you know, last few years, that basically they want this to be an ongoing show pretty much forever moving forward. So... The cast might change, people might change, but nonetheless, it will be always in existence of that universe, which, yes, it does stray away from the comics, which this is based on, but maybe that's not a bad thing. Who knows? Less, less, I don't know, less anticipation from fans if they don't really know what's going to happen, but also maybe lose some hardcore fans for fucking with the story. But either way, Andrew Lincoln's played this part for donkey's years, and he's done a fantastic part, you know, Oh, he's done a great job of playing Rick. Um, I really love the character. And he makes the show. And it is going to be super sad when he dies, man. Um, I don't know how it's going to happen. No one knows that yet, obviously. Well, some people do, the producers and stuff. But, um, yeah. I'm I'm dreading the day. It's going to make me super sad. But the program is going to carry on. And like I said, they're planning on carrying this on for as long as it will go. Uh, and that doesn't mean riding it into the ground. It just means they want to keep backing it. Like... If you're in England, you'll know of like EastEnders or Coronation Street or something like that. And they want it to be like something like that that exists continual. So it's like a soap opera almost. Except for this, Walking Dead is definitely not a soap opera. <laughs> but they just want it to run as like one of those shows that will just continue for a long time. Even as characters die, we'll get new ones, new leaders. Diddly 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 da. Terrifying. I hope they don't do that. Personally, I'd kind of rather them wrap things up in a neat bow. But at the same time... You can't comment until I see it. I will 100%, like I said, ride this until I either can't anymore or it comes to its own natural end. <laughs> but 
Yeah, it's pretty shocking. The other big character that's going to be leaving this season is Maggie. Maggie Reed, who is the woman who was with uh, Glenn back in the day before he died. Um, and has a baby that was also Glenn's before he died. It well, still is his, you know what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, she is also going to be dying this season. We have not had it fully confirmed, I don't think, what part of the season. But she's... Looking like she's going to pass away as well within the show. So that's two pretty big characters, original cast characters, um, going away. Um, and that led into some other stuff, which is, well, who's going to be the leader? Who's going to take over the leading position now as, you know, we lose Rick Grimes, who is the leader of everything, all the communities, everyone. So... Um, yeah, there was a big controversy about it. Um, one of the funny ones that came out was about Daryl, you know, the guy on a motorbike, long hair. Um, about him taking over as lead. And supposedly at the time, they were offering $20 million to make Series 10 of The Walking Dead as the lead. Now, as it turns out, this has actually been denied by, um, by Norman Reedus, who plays Daryl. It has been denied, and he said that it's not true, it's not 20 million, but they haven't said that he's not going to take the lead role. I don't see it myself personally, I don't think he's the man for the job, I think he's amazing at what he does, but he's like your strong silent type. Not, in my opinion, like someone who's going to take charge of all the communities and look after everyone and, I don't know, be entertaining to watch take down bad people and whatnot. So, I don't know. I don't know, I'm I'm really undecided. I watched the very first episode literally last night of uh, Series 9. And i got to say, it was actually a really good episode. We've come back to a place that is just so much more satisfying to watch than the whole Negan storyline. So, it's, uh, it's really cool. I'm very, very excited about it. And like I say, I am honestly a genuine fan of this stuff. It's just so much fun to watch. And I just, I think I really love the zombie thing, you know. It's It's such a such a cool thing it's just fun so yeah 20 million pounds at uh, dollars sorry apparently not true but who's to actually say whether it is or isn't i don't know you don't know do you um <laughs> yeah so interesting nonetheless but yes the walking dead is not coming to an end anytime soon supposedly so we will really honestly have to sit back and wait and see what uh, happens but I don't think AMC is in any hurry to lose their highest grossing series that's pretty much ever existed. I mean, bear in mind, Walking Dead in its heyday was far exceeding the views that even Game of Thrones or something gets. Um, and it has been diminishing in views lately, but a big thing to take note of is everyone streams everything now. Like, legitimately, I'm not saying about stealing streaming, I'm talking like, everybody streams stuff on iTunes, and the ratings that they put out are for TV ratings, not for streaming. And as a younger person, or the younger generation of people, and I'm imagining this is probably like your older 40s to 50s that are dealing with these figures, they might not understand that or something, I don't know. It just seems crazy to me, but everyone's streaming. No one really watches live stuff anymore. Do they? Do you guys? Let me know, man, because I don't. I consume all of my television through my Apple TV, which is consistent of Netflix, Prime, um, and buying and watching movies and TV series directly from iTunes. So I don't really watch any TV. Like I say, my, 
it's just it's it's just unheard of. I don't really know many people that do, apart from like watching your 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 Britain's Got Talent or America's Got Talent type programs or something like that. I don't think a lot of people are watching that kind of crap anymore. Mind you, there's a huge following for reality TV. Not me personally, but um, I guess that sort of stuff is what keeps TV flowing now. <laughs> Oh, I don't know, man. I'd rather wait a day and rent it on iTunes. But either way, the thing is, Walking Dead is not coming to an end. And thank you so much, Steve, um, for bringing us this question and feeding this podcast sort of stuff to talk about. And this could be any of you guys. You know, honestly, please don't hesitate. You know, the more of you that comment, the more subjects I'll talk about, the more things I can bring to the forefront. Even if it's a short thing like a simple question, I can bring it into it and answer it. And it's just going to be cool, man. So we honestly, at this point, we don't know what the next podcast is going to be about. I can tell you that the next podcast will obviously be me talking a little bit more about the Shane Dawson thing for the final time. Because it'll be the final episodes out by the time the next podcast comes along. And then I can put that to bed. Um, Yeah, I just need you guys to chuck those things in. And all it's going to do is put, uh, you know, sort of like fuel for the fire. And like I said, just don't hesitate. You can, you've got so many means of doing it. It's super easy. And just don't feel silly. There's anything that's on the table. I don't care whether we want to talk about games, movies, TV stuff, world stuff, anything. I don't care. It's all free game. Hit me up. That's what this podcast is all about. So guys, I just want to say a big thank you once again to all of you. If you've made it to this point and you've made it through the spoiler warning, <laughs> then honestly, thank you so much. Honestly, I really, really appreciate this. It's the second podcast. This is super, super early grounds for us. Uh, and I think that's the thing. This is how I want to address this. This is us. We are all in this together. We're all making this happen. Uh, and as I said at the beginning of this, if you guys do want to support this, you can you can go visit Patreon you don't have to, but you know, like I said, you get little rewards back for it, and also it really does help out the production value that's going to go into this podcast. There are some items that I want to be able to replace. Um, I want to be able to get a better microphone, better mixing deck, and it's just going to lead to higher production quality. That's where the money's going. So there's an option for you if uh, if you want to be able to help out. That would be fantastic, and of course, appreciated more than you'll ever know, guys. Can't believe it. But this is finally the end. <laughs> um, so I will catch you in the next one to talk about whatever you guys want me to talk about. Other than that, guys, check out the description down below. There's a bunch of really cool stuff in there. And um, yeah, it's going to be cool. Let's check it out. Go check it out. There's loads of cool shit down there. Crying out loud. My YouTube channel for one of them. Hey, daily content. Okay, guys, I will see you in the next one. I've been Rooster King. This has been the, the podcast. Um, bye, bye. <laughs>